What is good, ladies and gentlemen? Got a great show for you here tonight. So much to catch up on. Uh, we're all over the place on what's going on in the sports world. Um, so we'll get right to it, man. Uh, let me introduce the man, the myth, the legend himself, Stephen. What is good, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Um, we missed our last episode, so I'm really, uh, again, every time that happens, I have to say I'm really looking forward to this one. And um, for good reason, this was a great weekend in sports. I think it's one to remember, and we got a lot to cover tonight. So uh, let's get to it. Yes, sir. Well, today I am uh, drinking a Coop Alpha Hive. Uh, it's an Imperial IPA. And let me tell you, they, these just came out uh, for the year, the big release. And it is good, let me tell you. I mean, this uh, this is one of my favorite beers um, that comes out seasonally. Um, it seems like every year it's just better and better. And I'll tell you what, I had one at McNelly's the other day, and uh, it, it was so fresh and so good. I, I knew I had to go out and get some, so that's what I did. Nice. What about nice, you? Nice. What do you? What do you got over there? Um, I also wanted to roll with the the uh, coop thing and or the coop theme and i'm actually drinking a dnr and yeah i know if anybody's ever had these they remember them oh Um, yeah or they may not remember actually they they may not remember them but this is one of my favorite beers um everything considered it's it's not one really if if you're just looking to sit down and drink a handful of beers and you know watch a game or socialize this may or may not be the right beer for you depending on how much you've eaten that day um it is 10 percent alcohol by volume so it is quite hefty there um but you know it's a good beer and what it, you've had this beer what do you think oh, yeah. about it no i love it man dnr is one of my favorites as well it's uh it's de- it, it's funny because you know they sell it in four packs and uh, I, I don't know if a six-pack would ever be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I can think of some pretty big boys that can throw down, but, um, you know, a four-pack quick enough for any of them is going to turn them into a different type of human, whether they want it to or not. So, um, yeah, but cheers. I, I mean, we're not actually going to have a sound made because it's canned to glass, but uh, sorry, Steve. <laughs> I, know, I know that's so important to him. Yeah. Uh, cheers, man. Cheers. Now, let oh, me tell you. Goodness. You know, I also have to say, <laughs> these new mics we've got, if we actually want you to, like, hear the cheers, we actually kind of have to hold the mic up as we do it. Um, we ought to work on that. Maybe we ought to just pour our stuff into glasses. I, I should have gotten a glass this week. But, all right. We got a lot to talk about. We'll Absolutely. let you kick it off. Well, is it time, uh... Are we a XFL podcast now? No. Whoa, you're wearing my headphones. I was not expecting that. Um, I thought you brought yours. No, we're not an XFL podcast, but we're going to talk about it. I mean, if there's if there's news to be talked about in the sports world, we're going to talk about it. So um, don't take wrong what I said last week about us not being an XFL podcast. We're also not a NASCAR podcast. We're not an NFL podcast. Um, but if there's news, it's going to be talked about. Absolutely. So. Well, let me tell you, I, I watched all the games, and I was very surprised, I guess is the word I want to use, because the football was actually really good. I, I, I was very impressed. Uh, the quarterback play was pretty solid um, for all the games, really. Um, 
I'm excited for Landry Jones to actually play. He'll, he will play next week. They, they said he could have played this game, but because he was just kind of getting back from that knee injury, that uh, the other guy was already getting the most of the reps, so they went ahead and just rolled with that guy and ended up uh, taking the L, though. Um, so it will be uh, not, not the greatest way for Bob Stoops to start his XFL career, but uh, it was still a really, really good game. And, um, man, I, I just – it's nice to have football back. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would like to officially announce that if for some reason I get tied up into this series and I do enjoy watching it, um, one loss in, you know, big Bob, big game Bob. I guess that wasn't a big game. First, first, you know, premier game for the Dallas Renegades, though. Maybe that is a big game. So, yeah, uh, big game Bob did not come through there. But I would like to say that um, very little research being done. Dallas being closest to home, I am going to claim the Dallas Renegades as my team for the XFL. Um, so if I am going to watch, I will be watching them. If it's going to suck, I will stick it out with them Yeah, because they are officially my team. Um, I'll start looking into them more. I'll start watching some games. But I turned it on. I watched uh, I watched a little bit, a total probably 30 minutes, give and take of you know a game here and there. But I didn't actually watch a game from start to finish. So I still don't have a real good feel on the flow of the game. I did see some good plays. I saw some good catches. Um, The running game seems a little bit weaker than the NFL, as I would have expected. But um, overall, it it seems like they really dove all in. I got to say this, though, and somebody mentioned it. One of our listeners listeners mentioned it to me earlier, and I totally agree with him that Pat McAfee is just not a good look as a sideline commentator for the XFL. He is a funny dude, okay, and I don't know how to word it exactly, but I don't think just because you're, you know, you have a good following, a lot of people like you, you're funny. I mean, I don't imagine Jerry Seinfeld being a good sideline commentator either, but I love the guy. I love watching his stand-up. I like watching his commentary on stuff. Um, but Pat McAfee just, to me, it was it was borderline pathetic, what what wow. went down on the sidelines with him? I uh, I could not disagree anymore. Um, I, I'm completely the opposite way. I'm a huge Pat McAfee guy. He's so smart about the game, especially obviously oh, yeah. punting. But the way he breaks stuff down, I and mean, yeah, yeah, it's a little silly at times. Uh, but I think he does a great job. I'm I'm all for it, and, I, and I, I'm I hope he gets to do more and more games. No yeah. doubt he knows football, but I'm looking at it. If I'm if I'm the CEO of the XFL, which I honestly have no idea who it is. Um, we're just going to say Vince McMahon. We'll just say, uh, yeah, sure. Triple H I'll, I'll go with triple H, but, um, do you want that as the face of your brand new organization? Do you want a goofy, a hundred percent, you want a goofy, silly sideline reporter to get attention, to get YouTube views? What are you looking for? Because to me, if you're trying to, if you're trying to compete with the NFL, you've got to be professional. The, no, well, nah, this is debatable. I would say what what crowd is watching XFL games? You know, it's not going to be your just old white guys like a lot of uh, viewership for the NFL. It's more about a younger crowd, a fun crowd. I mean, it, it, they kept showing the crowd and everyone was having a really good time. Um, and what Pat McAfee brings to the table there is that he, he's got a young following and everyone really enjoys him. And, I mean, when he got on game day, I mean, people were – responded to that big time um i i think he's perfect for 
the XFL. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It, it all just depends on the direction that um, they see themselves going. If I had to think about it, I mean, you know, Gronk has already claimed. Um, who? I don't know that just off the top of my head I can think of somebody that would be better, but if you gave me 30 seconds, I could definitely. I'll tell you, Joey uh, Galloway needs to go. He He's just the absolute worst. I I cannot stand listening to that guy. So Yeah, I but. I didn't really get a good taste for it because, like I said, I didn't listen a lot. I mean, I didn't watch much. Um, I don't know. You, 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 oh, go ahead. You want to really go out big and just just say, hey, we're taking this serious. I mean, you go get somebody like Peyton Manning. You just fork up the money. They've got money. They, they don't have substantial amounts of money, but you've got to get a face. And, and I don't want Pat McAfee being the face of my organization. Well, I'll tell you what they need. They got they got to get some bigger names too. That that's I think if once that happens and it uh you know you put a product out there week to week, uh, kind of like this past weekend, uh, I think that's where their opportunity to uh, compete will be. Because I mean, if you get like a guy like a Johnny Menzel, um, you know, someone like that going, I mean, people are going to respond to that big time, and he can instantly be the face of the XFL. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't um, think you want Landry Jones being uh, the face of the X- no, XFL. No, and I don't see it being too far off from you know expecting somebody like um, Mason Rudolph even to have to go down to it because if Pittsburgh gets a chance to replace him, I think they will. You know, I mean, if they get a look at somebody like Joe Burrow, Mason Rudolph is gone out the door. Um, who knows what's going to happen with them? But I, I think you're going to start seeing guys of that caliber start going down into that league. And like we talked about on our last show, I think you're also going to start seeing guys from the XFL prove themselves into the NFL. Yeah. So I I think so. Um, Let me tell you, did you see the kickoff? What they do on kickoff? I did. I saw one kickoff and when the, when the kicker lined up, I thought, what is going on yeah. if he's the only player out there why is he even kicking it and then the ball gets in there I saw where it landed I thought wow that's a really interesting concept just absolutely love it I think the NFL is going to take this and uh, run with it as well no, I hope not I mean for selfish reasons that's one of my one of my favorite plays of the game is always you know the kickoff it's uh it's intense and yeah. for that exact reason the XFL is not doing it they're trying to prevent injuries um, it, it lowers the high-speed danger of the kickoff. Um, it really turns it into like a direct snap. <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> you know, for those who don't know what we're talking about, you got to look at it up uh, because it is really interesting. The idea is you got a kicker and he has to um, – man, where, where is he kicking from? I should have I looked at Oh, it's like it. the 25. So, he, so he's back and you got all the players standing still uh, ahead of them. And they all, uh, once the ball is caught, that's when they all start running, I believe is what it is. Yeah. It, the deal is, if they don't kick it past the 20 either, it's an automatic start at the 45. 45. So yeah. you've got to boot it. Um, yeah. Now, one of the things that I was wondering about when I was watching that is what happens at the end of a game when you decide that maybe you want to do an onside kick? Is that just not an option? I, I think, see... Uh, I should have looked that rule up too. I, we'll look into the rules a little bit more and discuss them. Uh, and that was kind of cool. That's what I liked about the game was like during the game they kept explaining like new rules, like oh this is this is. Uh, I'll tell you what, I absolutely love that you can go for one, two, or three 
after you score a touchdown. What's the yardage difference in that? Because I didn't see that. I, I would guess. I mean, I think it backs up five yards every time. So it's 5, 10, 15? Yeah, something like that. That is um, that is pretty cool. Um, One of the things I noticed while I was watching and kind of listening, I could be wrong and it could have been an audio mishap on their end, but it sounded like when there was official reviews, you actually get to hear oh, the you did. audio. No, best thing ever. That's dude. the coolest, man. Yeah. Yeah. What a move. What a move by on their end. You, you, yeah, you got to hear the officials discuss um you know when they were talking about a flag when they went up to the booth, you heard the booth people talking. Of course they're doing interviews mid-game with players who just like made big plays and stuff like that. It's just I don't know, there's a lot of stuff they got to clean up, but for the most part, man, I, I am here for it. And Yeah, and and here's the thing. They have some really cool concepts. And, you know, the NFL, I shouldn't say what I'm about to say because they've had a they've had a tough couple years, but nobody's leaving the NFL. Everybody watches the NFL right. because it's the NFL. Really, you could turn off the commentating, do no interviews, do nothing else but play the game with no audio, and your audience size is not going to shrink that much. But, you know, they've they've lost a lot of viewership ever since the whole Colin Kaepernick thing started going on, um, which has nothing to do with the football itself other than who's on the field. And I think that the NFL, I think we're going to slowly see them start adapting things that the XFL is doing. Like you said, yeah. they're going to interview Odell Beckham after he has a crazy one-hand catch and get him in the moment, Get you know, just tie the fans in that much more. Um, I think that that is something we're going to see over the next couple years. I'll tell you what, I loved the camera angles that they were doing. I mean, there were just so many cool little aspects that were so different, yet so simple to go ahead and put into the game. I see the NFL definitely working with some of that as well. So, um, I'm of the I'm of the opinion that camera angles could stay the same. I don't know the angles you're talking about, but when I'm watching the NFL games and I see them go like low angles behind the running back. I don't like it because I, I'm not seeing it the same way I'm normally seeing things. Right. Um, but if if they figure out good camera angles, they may as well do it. Um, <laughs> one, one thing I've got to say, I've got NHL TV. So when I watch uh, when I watch these games, sometimes they're not broadcast on TV. Sometimes you're watching them from an arena that has a camera angle that's a little lower. Mm. And... I don't know I don't know that I enjoy the game the same with that different camera angle. You know it'll be lower, you can't see quite as much. It's a different perspective. The commentating is usually a little less interesting because there's not major network commentators on those games and um yeah, camera angle to me is one of the most important aspects of watching yeah, sports. Absolutely. You can mute if you don't like the commentator, but if the camera angle's bad, it's hard to enjoy, my personal opinion. And the same goes with, and I think it's all visual, because when I'm watching Boise State play, I don't want to watch them play on that blue field. I won't watch it. I right, will not watch terrible. it unless it's Oklahoma State playing them. Um, and then, like, Oregon and Baylor and some of these funky courts you see in college basketball, I don't like it. I was yeah. watching a tennis match this weekend, and they were playing on a gray court with gray walls, and it to me it was it was hurting my head because it looked like it literally looked like a black and white film, but they colored 
the players. It, mm. it, I'll have to show you this yeah, and maybe I'll put it in the show notes or share it on Facebook, but it hurt my head and I quit That's watching the match. It was driving me crazy. Uh, yeah, that is, uh, I, I agree. Good camera angles. Very important. Um, one thing la- or last thing I'll say about the XFL for this weekend is what, I mean, I'm, I'm planning to watch next week. I, I mean, like I said, I was very impressed. Um, but I will be interested to see w- what viewership looks like, um, here in the next month or two, you know, we got, we got baseball getting, starting up March madness, um, you know, golf, there's just a lot, a lot of things will be going on. Will people be going out of their way to continue watching the XFL when all that's going on? I, you know, to, to be determined, I guess you could say, because, um, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, would you, or if, you know, March madness is going, are you going to turn on an XFL game? You know, um, <laughs> I talked about this with one of our coworkers in the warehouse today. I uh, I said this is one of the interesting things about the XFL that time will tell. Is you're never going to see the XFL and the NFL on the same day. It won't happen because the NFL is going to win that battle ten times out of ten. But when the NFL's not on, somebody can go or or college football, NFL or college football. Somebody goes, oh, I can watch football because I love football. Right. You know, if you're a football fan, the XFL is great because it, it allows you to enjoy football longer throughout the year. And I, I know I'm spewing obvious statements here, but nobody that is a sports fan, a true sports fan that only has one TV, nobody's watching the XFL over the Sweet 16. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> not not going to happen. Pro- probably not. And and that's what I was talking about with the guy in the warehouse is they're going to have battles. Yeah. You know, I mean, Sunday, you figure you go to church, you come home on Sunday, you turn on March Madness, and you don't leave your couch because all the games are good. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things. Um, it will be interesting. Oh, that is terrible. Yeah, I just showed Preston the uh, the gray court. Oh, it's just horrible. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it will be interesting to see. Um, because this past Saturday, obviously it's the first weekend, but it was the highest, uh, viewing, um, sports event premiere, I guess. Uh, uh, well, anything going on that day, all college basketball, uh, of course, what golf and, well, um, (laughs) but if you tallied everything else up, it wouldn't, I mean, you know, you had the, the clash of Daytona, you had Phil Mickelson actually in the chase to win a tournament. There were a lot of he people played, watching man. that. I, I I had that in my notes to talk about because it was fun to kind of watch him go. Um, but anyway, XFL man, it's here and I I think it's here to stay uh, at least for a little bit. So we'll have to uh, continue to monitor that. Cover cover your ears real quick. I'm about to snap this in. All right, sorry about that. Okay. Um. What else, What else did you watch this week? I actually watched a lot this weekend. Um, NASCAR, we'll save the NASCAR talk here for a little bit, but I definitely watched some tennis. Um, I watched the Thunder get beat by the Celtics, and, (laughs) you know, the NBA, man. What an interesting direction this league has gone in. Um, you know, it seems to me more like the players actually run this league now. hundred percent. I feel that way. And we've discussed that. And I think that, I don't think that's going to change. Um, I gotta say, I I just hooked my mic into a mic stand. This is quite nice. (laughs) Yeah, this is quite nice. I've got my hands free to use my laptop and 
research whatnot um but yeah i watched i watched a lot of golf i probably watched total combined probably 10 hours of golf this weekend um i watched the whole nascar race i watched tennis i, I did a lot of sports this yeah, weekend I, I was i'm right there with you i uh man i watched a lot of basketball this weekend um you mentioned the thunder we hit on that real quick first of all the thunder <laughs> just continue to show out. I mean, they were going for 10 out of 11 games last night against the Celtics on and uh lose should, by one point. Should have won, man. They they really did, I would say blow it. Um but man, this team is fun to watch. They are so fun to watch. Chris Paul, I we we continue to hammer this home every time we talk about him. Um but he's just such a leader. He's out there and it just seems like he's making everyone around him better. Um and that that's all you can ask for from your you know, your, your point guard. Yeah, and there's a reason he's on the all-star team. I mean, <laughs> I never would have thought it going into this year. I dogged him a little bit when we got him at the Thunder, but he, as you would say, is showing out, and I've been impressed. Yeah. You know, good for Chris, good for Paul. Um, Man, there's, there's. I'll tell you what, if you're a basketball fan, what a time uh, to be a fan because <clears> – <throat> There's just so much, so many good storylines going on in basketball. Uh, Damian Lillard is on just one absolute terror. Do have we have, that? do we have to talk about him on here? Forty points he's averaging in the last twelve games. Cool. Okay, he's the best point guard in the game right now. Oh, I okay. He's good. Tell me someone better. He, I don't like him. I don't. I, I don't. I don't have to. Jump on the Dame train, because I don't want to, but um, I do. You know what? I've actually got a pair of his shoes. They've still got the price tag on them. I haven't worn them because he pissed me off one day. And uh, I'm probably never going to wear them. But, no, he's he's playing out of his mind. He is. He's What I like about him is he is a competitor. Yeah. And he's got a lot of heart. Um, I don't like his attitude. But, yeah, it's a little over the top sometimes. Yeah, um, and I mean, obviously, I'm I'm a little partial because I like Westbrook, and I think we've all seen Westbrook and Damian Lillard's relationship, and that's more than likely why I'm not on what I would say to be the Dame train. But um, <laughs> I don't I don't know that I'll ever root for him or a team he's on, and I hope he doesn't come to the Thunder. But we'll see. Time yeah. will tell. I um. Anyway, it was a fun game to watch. It was was disappointing that they couldn't pull it off, but what the team's doing, man, it, it's nice. And I, I was just telling someone today, um, man, I love Russ. It, it was a, a great time having him. I mean, you never knew what he was going to do, and it was kind of, you know, he's he was worth the price of admission every time, you know, just because you didn't know what he was going to do. Um, but I also love basketball without him. <laughs> If that if that makes sense, yeah, it's it just not to me. But I mean, it, it it's a different style of basketball. It to me is not quite as fun to watch in person. But it's a team game now. Yeah, before it wasn't. Yeah, before I mean, and that's not really. I'm not trying to take a shot at Westbrook, but at the same time, we all know. I mean, that it just he played his ball, and that that's that's how it went. So, um, but yeah, I. I uh, Boy, a lot of college basketball. Did you get to see any of the Duke North Carolina game? Oh, just so crazy that whole game. I I did. I, I watched the I watched the game, and you know, at the end, <laughs> I could not believe they pulled that off. I turned it Go. off with a minute and a half left, 
oh. thinking, um, you know, thinking the game was over. Uh, they were up by what? Uh, North Carolina was up by six. Yeah. Uh, with a minute and a half left, turned the game off. All of a sudden, my, uh, one of our friends go, uh, "Hey, man, uh, the game went to overtime. Turn that on." I was like, "Wait, what? Like, wait, you turned a basketball game off with six minute with a minute thirty left and six point difference? We're watching the fight." Okay, that's prelims. about the only excuse I would yeah. accept. Well, because I mean, six points. I mean, it just it seemed like it was over. That North Carolina, everything was going their way. And somehow they got back in that game, and yeah, it's just crazy. Roy Williams, man, he just looks like he is losing his mind. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, I think they're below five hundred now after that loss. Yeah, I mean, they weren't rated going into the game. Right. No, that's just man, that's that's nuts. But what a finish! I mean, put back layup as time expired. Duke pulls it out and just rips the heart out of their rival, uh, North Carolina. Yeah, so. and last year, you know, you can recall that game. Um, quite the hype for that game. Maybe the biggest yeah. hype. Obama was there, right? Yeah, but what's that mean? I mean, when you've got an ex-president going to a basketball game, that's kind of big. Um, so last year's game didn't live up to this year's game, and the ticket prices were probably... I would say ten times cheaper. Yeah, still crazy expensive, but yes, oh, yeah. a lot, a yeah. lot cheaper. So, anyways, college sports, XFL, NASCAR. I didn't watch WWE, of course, but um, what a weekend! I really wanted Mickelson to pull that game, pull that round off. Um, he he had so many opportunities and so many putts that were so close to going in mm-hmm. that you know if if the cards would have been played right, he could have won that tournament by six strokes. Yeah, but it just seemed like every time I, I like turned social media on, he was going up and up and down, and uh, you know, crazy, crazy finishes and dropping bombs like he always does. Um, but yeah, I was rooting for him hard, man. I, I really wanted to see him win one. Um, but Nick Taylor, <laughs> I don't think anyone was going to beat him yesterday. He just caught fire and just absolutely lit it up. Um, and wins this thing by four strokes. So Yeah, that was crazy. Um, who ended up being the amateur that won? Uh, I literally forgot. You know so. what? I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know if I I was so focused that. on Mickelson yeah. winning that when, when he obviously showed it wasn't going to happen, I, I just got kind of pissed off and changed the channel. Um, you know, one of the other things that went down this weekend was the Oscars, and I almost never watched that stuff, but... I turned on the Grammys this year and watched for about two minutes and then turned it off. And I turned the Oscars on last night and I watched all three hours. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I had it muted. I was doing some stuff on my computer, but just it's it's kind of pathetic watching that. Um, it was not enjoyable to me, to be honest, almost in the least, but I, I still somehow made it all the way through and thought, well, as I was watching it, I thought, how are, how are they still doing this? Who watches this? And and we got to the end. No, I know, but I know. And it's crazy, (laughs) but I got to the end and I was like, well, they had it on my TV the whole night. So obviously this is how they're doing it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I would love to go to it, but watching it on TV, not really my cup of tea. Just yesterday it was. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you know what this week is uh, in the sports world? The second week in fe- Oh, no. Spring training starts. Now, nah, really? 
could not. I I heard a baseball crack. This guy's taking some BP, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. It might have shed a tear. Um, I can't believe we're uh we're almost to baseball season. Just everything's coming along. I mean, we're man. You know, weather's gonna be changing. Um, it's just a beautiful time of year, man. It really is. And I'm I am so stoked, ready for this year. Uh, I'm just ready to go to some games too. I, I'm telling you, I keep getting blown up by the drillers trying to get me to buy season tickets. Uh, yeah, I've been there, done that. I won't do that again. Um, it was a it's a fun fun thing to do, but I don't want to have to go out there three times a week. Right. You know, um, and it's not cheap. They they're not yeah, cheap I mean, at the planes all. Planes aren't. Yeah, I mean, I looked at a couple different ones, and I mean, you would think it'd be a little cheaper. Um, than it is, but yeah, you're right. So, one of the things I was going to say, um, gosh, dang it, man, I forgot. I cannot believe I just forgot what I was going to say. Well, you think about that real quick. I, I just wanted to mention Major League Baseball is talking about changing up the postseason and growing the number of teams in it. Uh, they're talking about going to 14 teams. Good. And that um, the winner, the yeah, the winner from the um, American League and National League best record will have straight a f- through. We'll have a first round bye, uh, and yeah, we'll Good. go into divisional series. Yeah, cut so, the wild cards and give a first round bye to the division winners. It's kind of cool. Um, Are they gonna cut the wild card? Well, what they're saying it'll be three um, division teams win- winners and four wild card teams. Okay. So I think. It stays the same with the wild card, but you're just adding, you know, a couple yeah. extra teams. Well, so. that's fair. Um, I mean, and honestly, they don't have to expand the postseason to make that happen. They could shorten the regular season, yeah. realistically, in a realistic view. I don't mind the season being as long as it is, playing as many games as they do, but I think that that would be, I think it'd be the best thing they could do right now. Since they demonetized themselves years ago, dumbest thing I've seen done in sports. They own everything, and nobody can post anything. Oh, it's the MLB. Worst. So, Absolute worst. So yeah. all they did was kill their brand. Yep. They don't. They're they're restricting their ability to be seen on other platforms, and people have just it's been out of sight, out of mind. The MLB has been for years. Um, you know, think about if you're a. Um, Oh, I was going to say Chicago Cubs fan. I don't know, Texas Rangers. If you're a Texas Rangers fan, how how serious are you taking it right now knowing that you don't have a chance to make it into the Final Four? Right. Or the Final Eight, you know. So think about the expansion that could bring good to the MLB by doing that and getting teams involved in the postseason, mm-hmm. which will also tie them into more interest at the end of the regular season. Um, a lot more on the line. Yeah, yeah what a what a smart idea. Yeah. What a smart idea. I've always disliked that about baseball. You know, it's interesting because uh, you know Washington wins the championship last year. No one saw that coming. No one, no one was thinking that was the team. They just got hot at the right time. You could definitely see that happening with some of these wild card teams that sneak in right there at the end, then go on a crazy run. So you're right. It gives more teams opportunities, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of like it. I didn't know how I felt at first, but I, I now that. I, kind of taught it over i think i like it yeah you know what i like even more than anything right now and it it completely left my mind um is that bryce harper left the nationals to try to get a championship and the nationals won their championship and i just nothing Mm. makes me happier than thinking about that right now 
I it's bizarre. I can't believe that because I mean, not many people can say they lost their best player and then they go win a World Series. It's just kind of weird. Oh, I just I love it. But. I absolutely love that that happened. Um, I don't necessarily dislike Bryce Harper, but he kind of carries the same mantra that uh, Damian Lillard does. So Similar. yeah, I can see that. I just there's room for it, but not much room. So. Well, <laughs> he, he you either love him or hate him. I mean, that's really kind of what it boils down to. He's that he's kind of that old soul guy who he kind of wears his heart on his on his sleeves. But um, man, he plays hard, and I, I really like that. So yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Back what two years ago, maybe two and a half, three years ago, he had one of the nastiest injuries I've seen in sports. Um, he's running down. If you guys didn't see it, Google this or YouTube it. If you haven't eaten yet. Um, <laughs> He's running down the first baseline. He, he extends, trying to make a play. I mean, he's trying to get to the uh, bag at first base, and he just extends his leg a little. And the, and I mean, he just yeah. – it wasn't timed right, and his foot hits the bag, and it locks his knee backwards, and it, it's, he just stuck. Yeah. Like, completely stuck like a dart. And he then – flew. <laughs> just launched, and it, all the pressure was on his knee joint, and immediately, you know – He's done, and sure enough, done for the year. Um, just a horrific injury. That one that one hurt me. I was watching that game live. Mm. I don't know why, but <laughs> I was watching that live, and I remember uh, wanting to rewind it, and I couldn't because I didn't have DVR, but ugh. Yeah, no, that was, that was definitely a bad one. Uh, just the last thing I wanted to mention was um, more, more craziness coming out of all this cheating with the Astros uh, today. Ex Blue Jays reliever Mike uh, Bolsinger, I believe is his name, uh, elected to sue the Astros. They said he said it, it changed his career uh, because of what they were doing, and I think he sued him for like thirty one million dollars. <laughs> well, before I forget this, this is actually ties in because of uh, because of sports. <laughs> the NFL halftime show. There's a religious activist somewhere in the states that sued the NFL for the halftime performance. Um, he sued them for like $317 trillion because of the temptation that Shakira and uh, J-Lo gave him. <laughs> I'm dead serious, too. I'm almost certain this article was legit. I'll, I'll look it yeah, up. I was say, you're going to find that, because that's... I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, I think we all were a little tempted, but... Um, Man, that's that's funny. So this is, oh, you know what? This is actually by the Blaze. I trust the Blaze. Um, Minister sues the NFL over Super Bowl halftime show on Monday on Monday's episode of, uh, da, 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 da. anyways, yeah, it was a minister. And it looks like the total is a lot, but I'm not seeing it. Anyways, crazy. That's funny. All right, well, now it's time to talk what I think was the highlight of my weekend in sports, and that was the UFC fights. I know you didn't get to actually watch it, but you said you did get catch up, or got caught up on all what hap- well, all that happened. Excuse me. Um, man, it was a good fight. Yeah, I was pretty bummed. I had every intention of going out and watching the fight. Um, I wasn't going to pay for it, but I wasn't feeling 100% on Saturday, so I just... Stuck around the house and uh, 
missed out on a good one, I guess. Yeah. I watched all the recaps. Seems to me that John Jones squeaked that son of a gun out and... Let me tell you, it, yeah. You know, it, a lot of people aren't happy about the decision. Yeah. Let, Reyes won the first two rounds. Like, I mean, uh, undoubtedly? Yeah. I mean, he won the first two rounds um, and just looked great. I mean, really did. Besides, he didn't get to land a, anything too big on him. Uh, he just was... Um, per, he was controlling the fight. And... Out of nowhere, John Jones got going, and he just completely turned the fight around. And all of a sudden, Reyes was out of gas, and Jones kind of did whatever he wanted to do. That's just kind of what Jones does, though, man. He's really good at keeping his composure. Yeah. he's That's what he's known for, almost, is just making it through a situation and then becoming the aggressor. Yeah. And he does it fight after fight. I mean, he's one bad dude. Well, I, I can't remember. So f- this is Reyes' first five-round fight he's ever had. Okay. I would um, I would probably agree with that because it was for a belt. Right. So he's never had to go the distance like this. Jones, I think, I, I can't remember how many title defenses they, they said that have gone five rounds, but it's quite a few. So Jones has been there, done that. I think if they fight again, uh, which a lot of people are calling for, um, I think Reyes can get him. I really do. It was it was a really good fight, and he really earned a lot of respect from um, definitely me, but a lot of people because dude's bad, man. Well, he, he really is. Dana White was seen in a video after the fight saying, hey, you know what? Going into this fight, Reyes was a four-and-a-half-to-one underdog. Yeah. And he said, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand how it got that bad because the public does not understand how good of a fighter this guy is. And he said he, he went out there and proved it. Yeah. Um, from what I was gathering, if if uh, he was allowed to bet on that fight, he would have put some big-time money on Reyes. Dana White would have. Right. And, and who knows? He may have. Yeah, who knows? But he said behind the scenes after the fight, Reyes was literally being carried back into the locker rooms, like out of celebration, like, wow, you just yeah. did so well. Went the um, distance. Went the distance with the baddest man on the planet. And here you are standing, and Jones was limping around with his ice bags, barely, yeah. you know. Um, no, round it, two. It was, man, it was just a good fight, man. From start to finish, obviously, it lacked like the big, you know, knockdowns and stuff like that. But um, it was just overall very impressed. Definitely lived up to. To the hype. Um, yeah, well, I will not be missing the second fight. If they if they have a rematch, which uh, Dana was asked, does he deserve another chance? And Dana said, absolutely. Yeah. So don't don't think the rematch is out of the question. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Jones is going to want to take that fight, though. Yeah. You know, know, you think about I'm telling you. So I watched his last fight before. Um, before last night and man he he should have lost that fight i'm telling you his time's coming man it's a, it's a little little worrisome that uh he's gone back-to-back fights where i don't think he looked that good i don't know if i'd say he should have lost that last fight but oh, dude, it was a lot closer go, go I, I watch watched it again it. No, go I, watch it again because i watched it too i you watch it if he that guy doesn't blow his knee out john jones loses that fight 
Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I mean, you, you probably think that about this last fight, too, and then somehow Jones stuck it out and won. Right. I think the words could have and should have are a big, big factor in this one. Should have mm-hmm. lost that fight, I don't know. Could have, 100%. Um, yeah, I, I tell you what, though. I'm looking forward to the Wilder Fury fight, oh, yeah. and I, I can't wait. i got to look up when. It's that two is weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. I'm, I will crawl to New York City to watch that fight if I have to. I will not be missing that one. Yeah, that's going to be a banger. Um, Derek Lewis. Yeah, what the heck? He came out with a flying knee. He's throwing knees and kicks, <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? Who is this guy? Yeah. Um, this fight was very dangerous for him. Um, I, I said the UFC rushed him, um, you know, because he got his championship fight. He got destroyed by DC. Um, didn't even look like he belonged in, in that ring. Um, and I'm thinking, <clears throat> if he lost this fight, he's done. Like, how do you, what do you do with a guy like that? I mean, he, was, he got a big name because of his famous interview. And um, after that, it was just like, if he lost again, what do you do with a guy like that? You know, I mean, he brings in a crowd. That's why this went the, this went the, the distance as well three rounds and uh, it was in Houston, his hometown, you know, he had already, um, everyone knew he had a huge section there, family and friends and all that. There was no way the UFC was going to let him lose that fight. If it went the distance, there was no way. He just means too much. I mean, he's bringing such a, uh, a draw because of it. Like again, because of the interview and all that people really like this guy and he's fun to watch. I mean, when he's swinging, man, he didn't really land anything big. But boy, when he's swinging, you're just like, dude, if he catches, if you land one of those things, the dude's done. So, uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's a bad watch, dude. Though. Yeah, he's bad to the bone. Um, I don't know if I buy into that in the UFC about kind of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Manipulation mm-hmm. of the results. I think in the UFC, they're, they're pretty solid on whoever wins the fight, wins the fight. But then cases like what just happened with John Jones, people would argue with me on that. And I've seen a right. I've seen a handful of fights where I thought, "Ooh, I really didn't think he won." But I'm also not a judge, you know. So, um, however, apparently to be a judge, all you got to do is sit there and play on your phone and look at the floor. Did you see that? Saturday there was a judge, and they're talking about it, commentating. Joe Rogan or Dana White, they're actually talk. I think it probably was Rogan was saying, I can't believe this judge is not watching the fight in the undercard. He was not watching the fight, and there was video of him. He He's probably the one who said that uh, Jones won four of the five rounds, which yeah. is just ridiculous. Well, I watched a video on it, and they tried to manipulate it to seem like that judge was going, the one on during the Jones fight, but I don't think it was. I oh, think okay. it was during the undercard. He was uh, He was legitimately not looking at the fight. And I found video of it. And it oh, it was awful. How do you yeah. judge a fight if you're not watching it? Yeah, that's, I mean, your eyes should not leave either fighter. You know, you pick a fighter. You well, I don't know. I don't know if they're trained to watch the space in between the fighters, or if they choose one one guy and then they just watch it from that perspective. But you, you can't look at the floor. That's yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, you might miss a takedown. You you don't know. How are you going to give me an accurate score if you miss a takedown? Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. Um, I, I, you got me thinking. Um, 
when you said usually whoever wins the fight wins the fight, you know, usually wins the fight. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, Johnny Hendricks um, just got the worst uh, yeah, but call against him against George St. Pierre. You're talking years ago, though. Yeah, and it was 2013. I mean, it was a while back. But I'm telling you, it was just one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life because he kicked the crap out of him the whole fight, and somehow Pierre still won. And everyone was just blown away. No one could believe it. Yeah, and, you know, there's there's obviously exceptions to everything. But I would say if that's the one argument against it, out of how many thousands of fights, it's pretty good. Boxing, I'm a, I'm 100% sold on the fact that boxing is manipulated at times. There's so much oh, money. Oh, bad, yeah, and, time. And there's times you're watching a fight and go, wait, 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 wait. That actually statistically numerically does not make sense how that decision was made um so i i don't know i love boxing i actually enjoy boxing more than mma at this point in my sports career a couple years ago i probably wouldn't have said that but um i've really really grown a new appreciation for boxing and and what it is and it's it's more of a sport you know, it, it's more of just a, a sport-style event. But the MMA, man, this, these guys are ruthless. It, I enjoy watching it. I'm not, not saying I don't right. enjoy watching it. Um, but, yeah, boxing. What what do you guys like? You know, if, if you're listening right into us, MMA or boxing, you know, post it on our Facebook. I am us. D, I can't seem to get that DM. DM. DM us. DM us. I am... You know, PM, whatever. Boxing has really picked back up the last couple of years because um, it was, I mean, nearly dead. It was bad because of all the fixed fights and all that. Um, but to me, man, I, like, I love watching the heavyweights, obviously. I mean, I can't wait for the Tyson Fury fight. I mean, yeah, it's great. But I'm telling you, man, there's something about UFC where it, it's just so different than what boxing is. And I just enjoy it so much more. So. Yeah, and I'll tell you what: one of my favorite parts of boxing has been has been watching the the lightweights and the featherweights go at it. And I mean, these guys are just artists with how they throw punches. Um, I could see why it could put some people to sleep, but yeah, you get into watching. You know, I mean, you go watch like Bud Crawford. This guy, I don't know how somebody could watch a fight of his and not enjoy it. He is an artist in the boxing ring. And him, you think of guys like him, Mayweather, you know, Pacquiao. Um, there's just some iconic names in boxing, and we've got a couple of them right now, and we're watching it play out. And that's really when I started to watch boxing is when I realized, like, these are guys that are going to be comparable to Tyson, Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily want to put anybody's name in the same conversation as Muhammad Ali because it's kind of like the Michael Jordan deal. I mean, he made the sport what it is. Um, But yeah, I want to be a part of watching these guys through their career so I can look back at my grandsons in in 40 years and go, back in my day, you know, when I was watching Bud Crawford fight, (laughs) they go, who? Yeah. No, that's, you're right. I mean, there, there is something, I don't know, beautiful about 
about boxing, the the art of it and all that. So yeah, I can respect that. So I wanted to say one thing before we kind of move on from fighting. Did you watch the uh, Trevin Giles and James Krause fight? It was the last prelim fight. I actually yeah. I actually watched on yeah. ESPN before. What the heck was Kraus? Okay, let me let me get the names right here real quick. I've got to look it up. Um, let me see the face. Yeah. So, all right, we're just gonna roll with the fact that the darker skin dude. Okay, it was uh, it was not Kraus. It was Trevin Giles. Was whipping this guy a new one in the second round. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that was a good fight. Going in, okay, so going into the third round, this was the fight. I obviously didn't get to see the main card. Right. I can't imagine that this wasn't the first or second best fight of the night. Yeah. I, I didn't hear which one fight, or, you know, they always do that best fight of the night or whatever and it, get a bonus. It, it, I would say probably John Jones, but um, this Trevin Giles-James Krause fight. It was, dude. dude. It was a good fight. Because that dude was getting worked, and he kept looking like he's going to get choked out, and he kept getting out of it. He was, and then in, in freaking... Uh, Giles was was pounding on him in the second round. I mean, you got two minutes left, pounding on him like to the point of which I was watching the fight with someone, and I told her, I said, "You're looking at a ref that might get in trouble for not calling this fight because I thought I thought at least three times he was going to call the fight." Yeah. And then with ten seconds left, um, Giles puts him in a he's get he's gets him around the neck. He's got him in a headlock. I don't know what they would call that rear naked choke. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not up on all the terminology, but he's toast. Okay, Kraus is toast. Yeah. And right when the bell rings, he's going. He taps. Did you see that? I, I actually didn't see the tap. I knew it was coming. He tapped his arm. He would tap. He was starting to tap. Wow. He was actually tapping right as the bell rang. I thought, oh my gosh. And then I thought, why did why did Giles not finish him off? He quit hitting him. Like four different times. If he'd have kept hitting him, the ref was right there. He was ready to stop it. And he just wasn't hitting him. Um, and and then they make it to the third round. And Kraus fights him. I mean, he, yeah. he somehow he's back in the fight. And then you've got a 28, 29, 29, 28, 28, 29. He snuck the fight. Yeah. I mean, barely won. He would have He would have gone home and watched that fight and thought, I'm an idiot. Yeah. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna look for that fight and post it on the Facebook. Yeah, I, was about, I was thinking that if I can find that fight, I'll post it because it was a real it was an entertaining one. Absolutely. Um, you have anything to say? I've been talking for like five minutes now. My throat's <laughs> dry. Um, no, man. I I mean that it was just a great weekend. I mean, gosh, just so much sports. Um, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. So. Yeah. So, well, I'm not implying that we're done with the week. We still got a lot to talk about, but, um, at least NASCAR, we can't, yeah, can't end this show without NASCAR. Well, hit us. What? Did you watch it at all? I didn't. You didn't even watch it at all? Not at all. This is one of my favorite races of the year. Every year. You got 18 cars come out and they're in Daytona. Huge track. They're running 75 laps. So... Strategy is huge in this race. They go out. They have a. They've got a uh, pre-made caution at 25 laps. So everybody comes in. You know, get new tires, whatever they want to do. And actually, it. I didn't actually hear if this was just just for tires or what. But 
Um, the way that the fuel situation works out is you, you got to get fuel at least once and definitely twice. So it, it, you can push it and maybe not have to get it twice. I didn't look into the true lap strategy here, but, um, fuel is definitely a strategy in this race tires, everything. And then you've got wreck after wreck after wreck. And with 18 cars, you're really never out of the race. Um, even if you go down two laps, you're going to have more wrecks. So, you, you know, you're going to get back on the lead lap. Yeah. But it was a race worth watching 100%. And I hate that you didn't watch it because this was the race that if you're not a NASCAR fan, you watch this race and go, I think I could watch this sport because bang, bang, bang. Every time you turn around, there's somebody hitting the wall and uh it it i'll never i'll never come oh, i don't even know what to say dude i'll never understand why some of the stuff that happens at daytona happens at daytona but it happens every time and these guys just it just keeps happening because they push the limits on what can and should be done um you know logano got wrecked Kyle Busch two of my favorite drivers just hate each other and they just time and time again are connecting with each other and putting each other in the wall um so you had that happen and Keselowski who's Logano's teammate was pissed off at Joey for blocking but he threw a clean block and Kyle Kyle Busch <laughs> I'm 100% on board with it was his fault because if you see a Bush brother come off the track after a wreck and they're not yelling at the camera, they know it was their fault. Right. So um, I'm 100% sold on that and confident in admitting that it was Kyle Busch that caused that wreck. He lifted Logano. He thought he had a little more room. You know, air comes into play. And, uh, you know, there were six. There might have been five, but I think there were six cars on the track when the race ended. And, uh, wow. yeah, Eric Jones ended up winning the race. And I don't think you saw what happened to Logano's car, but he came into the pits. I thought he was going to actually be able to finish the race, but it, it ended up not working out in his favor. Look at this, dude. <laughs> look how look how bad that is. Yeah, that's so that's bad. bad. And then he actually, he drives all that grass around the, the track and he, he gets it back into his pit box. I mean, it looks like a sod factory. You know, wow. you, you've got, you've got wow. a, uh, you've got a freaking car in the box and, and it looks like he's driving into a sod plant, but, um, yeah, what a race. This, nobody knew who was going to win this race going into the last 10, 20, 30, 75. Um, Eric Jones ended up winning Austin Dillon, Clint Boyer, Kyle Larson, and Ryan Newman and everybody else did not finish. So, well, um, Hamlin finished, he was two laps down, but, or at least one lap. Um, yeah, man, I got hyped on this one. I was, I was sitting on the edge of my seat watching, even though all my guys were out, I was, I was kind of hoping Eric Jones would win and it ended up being one heck of a race. One of those races you can look back on five years from now and go, oh man, I remember the 2020 clash oh, really? because Ever it looked like bumper cars. I'd go look at the highlights or something. Yeah, the uh, the final. You look at every car. I don't think there was a car at the end of that race that wasn't involved in a wreck. 
So these pit crews were working their butts off to get these cars to the end of the race. Um, I'll show you. Look at Eric Jones. Uh, look at Eric Jones's car when he come across the finish line. Um, Eric Jones clash win. Let's see. <laughs> You're gonna see this and be like, "What in the world?" <laughs> look at his car, dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, that's strong. It looks like uh, you know, it looks like something you see on the side of the road with cops and ambulances around because yeah, somebody just totaled their car. That's awesome. And then here's the side of it. I mean, it's Boy. borderline not recognizable. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, what a race though. You guys, if you don't watch NASCAR, you're crazy. You gotta watch it. Um, anyways, I wanted to talk NASCAR. I saved it for the end. So if you guys that don't like NASCAR, could just go ahead and turn the podcast off. Um, but yeah. I think it's been a good week of sports. Had a heck of a lot of fun watching this weekend. You got anything else you want to talk about today? No, man. I I think that's it. I mean, it. I'm just going right back to it. I mean, just what a great week. It was a great weekend. Um, and you know, I, I'm excited to see what going forward. Um, you know, I I thought I was going to be left without football and just sad, but no, it seems like we're going to be fine. XFL is going to get it done. That's just, it's insane. The front of this race car, guys, you, <laughs> I've got to save this and put, yeah. I'm going to post this for y'all because this is stupid. Um, but yeah, we, we appreciate you guys tuning in this week and, um, you know, you can run over to the Facebook. I've posted a couple things just on this show alone while we were doing it. Um, hopped on sports is our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, all of it. We don't really use Twitter a whole lot. Um, we'll be getting into that more, but you can send us an email at hoppedonsports at gmail.com. Uh, appreciate y'all listening to us. We've had a had a fun time this week. It's been a little more energetic than normal. Um, I get excited when NASCAR is uh, coming on. I, I just I love I love it when NASCAR is back. Just like you love baseball. Yeah. Um, you, you love baseball. I don't understand it. I love NASCAR. You don't understand it. So, um, moving forward, we got a heck of a lot to talk about. We're coming up on a good time of year for sports. I'm, I'm really looking forward to March Madness, but yeah, you guys go, uh, go hit us up on Facebook and leave us a, uh, review here on the, on whatever you're listening to us, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, which I've never used. Um, leave us a review helps us out yep you got anything else no man uh you summed it up pretty nice all right guys we well, y'all have a good week we'll see you thursday cheers, cheers.